Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Hey, welcome to Copy Chief Radio. It's Kevin Rogers. Hot one today. My man Pete Michaels is back. What's up, Pete? Hey, Kev. Good to be here. Good to have you back, man. Appreciate you being with us again. You know, you and I were having a really interesting conversation about this interest, this phase of copywriting that we get into that you're in right now because your career's very vibrant. <laughs> you're very active. You're in demand. You're 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 no trouble staying booked. That's kind of so that first phase we hit, right? It's like let me prove this model. Let's get going. And now you're totally in the thick of it. The word is out that you're a hot copywriter, and so now you're getting is nothing but opportunity before you, right? And mm-hmm. it's obviously a great place to be, but it comes with its own problem because we have this idea that we need to take as many gigs as we can because maybe somewhere in the back of their head it's like, yeah, what if they what if they run out? <laughs> what if this is it, right? And and it, obviously the danger there is is the potential for burnout. And the other thing is that you know copywriters need a lot of white space. Like we need our room to create. We need our downtime to recharge. And you had some really interesting thoughts on this and some practices you've been doing. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Copyright and white space. I like that. It's a good idea. So, yeah, the word is out. I like that, too. And, and mm-hmm. you know, my career is a vi- my career is as vibrant as my wardrobe. I like to think of, <laughs> I like to think of it that way. But I know that copyright is where we're at this kind of weird intersection between creativity and craftsmanship. Right. Mm-hmm. Or. You know, we have to be creative, but we have to be craftspeople. And then we also have to be business people right. because, you know, you've got to produce. The craft comes in when you need to produce. You've got to do things on time. Uh, you've got to be effective. Our clients are investing in that. But you've also got, you've got all this, you know, finite time in your day. So you need to be creative at some point. You need to be business person at another point because you've got to find time to market ourselves. You've got to do the administration and the management, all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's tricky to find a balance because a lot of direct response writers, like like you and me, we, we come at this through different doors. There's no real kind of direct response college, right? Right. Everybody comes at it differently. And there's, I've never really seen anything that says, you know, this is how a direct response copywriter, typical direct response writer, you know, breaks up their day. I've seen things for... The guys at the very top have seen things about Carlton and people like that. And we can kind of imagine how they do it. And that's where we want to get to. But what about when you're starting or you're kind of growing? You're at the, the phase where I am now where you're growing your business. You know, how do you know what's normal? Who do you model? How do you balance it? And like you say, burnout is a risk. It's And it can seem like a long-term risk. It can seem like something that's far away. But at the moment, uh, you know, the kind of stresses are more about, you know, what are the patterns that we need to follow? What are the... How do we manage our working day with our, our needs around, you know, like our family and, and expectations? And how do you break that up with, you know, doing creative work, but also managing not to, because it's tough to do creative work for so many hours a day, right? Yeah. Like I know Carlton says four hours tops. It's all, mm. he, all he can work, you know, and I was going, wow, that's awesome. How do you do that? 
Yeah, <laughs> presumably he's spending the, the other 20, 20 hours on a yacht somewhere, right? <laughs> but, which is where we'd all like to be. But how do you kind of, you know, how do you how do you approach a working day at the beginning when you know that you have to work and you have to do things and with that goal of of not always doing things the way that you are? And I, and I see it like there's kind of three steps in the copyright's journey three broad steps i mean there's a lot more steps but broadly you've got your step one is all day hustling newbie they're just trying to get a grip on one of the lower rungs of the ladder and then once you get on there you you kind of work through the broad step two which is you're, you're being productive you're a productive happy professional copywriter with a routine that works for you and it's this stage that gets tricky because how do you figure out that routine that works for you and then like you say step three is like you know the the, the kind of guru stage when you know, it's, it doesn't have to be a fantasy, but my idea would be to be a high-paid, in-demand copywriter and consultant who says no to mm. 90, 95% of things that come their way, yeah. but you still get to work when and where you want to, and you do it for, for, for good money, and ideally, you want to be earning more money than you do in step two, or at least, if money isn't the ultimate goal, which it isn't for all of us, be enjoying that process and, and kind of transition from step two to step three, so that's what I wanted to look at today. Fantastic. So right in that pocket of, yes, you're, you know, and again, the, the trap is that, and I see this a lot with the freelancers I, I coach and work with on the business side, which is very hard to say no. And mm-hmm. it is a coveted thing to say no. And it takes practice because, you know, real quickly, Pete, there's a great documentary you may have seen called The Wrecking Crew. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that documentary? As in the the kind of the band, the yes, the, the band, the right? Band? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I haven't ba- seen it, but I heard of it. It's really good, and th- this was the band that you know is responsible for a lot of the hits in the U.S. from the '60s, the Beach Boys, you know, lots of those famous pop tunes back then. They were the band, and and these players. It's not one particular band. It's it's about eight or nine different people who would rotate in and out, right? And mm-hmm. but that core group of players, they talked a lot in this documentary about how burned out they were i mean they would work they they would start their first session at 7 a.m and finish their last one at like 11 p.m and then have and then get home get up the next morning and do it again day after day after day and you say well you know why why didn't you have some balance or spend they talk about all this guilt and never spend any time with their kids and, and they said look i knew that the one time I didn't show up to that session, some hot shot new guitarist was going to sit in my seat and I'd never get it back, right? Yeah, and, constant anxiety. Yeah, and I, I, I can see that in something like music where you're, there's a lot of competition and you're, you're, you're in Los Angeles where every best guitarist goes to live and tries to break in. But in copywriting, it really isn't like that, but it can feel like that. Well, if they don't, mm. if I don't take this job, they're going to hire somebody else, and I'll <laughs> I'll never hear from this client again, right? Yeah, or anyone else. Or anyone else. <laughs> this right. this this client that I'm talking with right now could be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Word will be out that I'm no longer hireable. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so, tell us what you've come up with, Pete, to to help you through this this crucial stage you're in here. So I guess everybody goes through it. Is is basically what I'm saying. Mm. Everybody goes through that through that period everybody has this kind of nagging doubt of like well you know this thing isn't 100 percent right for me but beggars can't be choosers and and you know you guys have you and john carlton on your podcast have talked a lot about having the the kind of screw you money that's set aside to, to not allow that but then 
when it comes to the practical things of the day, uh, you know, you sometimes you end up making the wrong choices. And I mean, I was I was kind of inspired to read around this by something that that Carlton sent out in an email recently, where he says he says basically. I've always been a lazy bastard, <laughs> but with a strong need to produce good work. Right. And, uh, and I think he just says, you know, but I've, but I've always just taken a lot of time off. And that seems like to be, to me, the, the, the real sweet spot that certainly I want to get to, because I made being a lazy bastard into a, you know, an art form when I was <laughs> like a teenager in my early 20s as, you know, teachers and employers will, will probably be able to, uh, to vouch for. But then, you know, when you kind of start your own business it's that that game is up you you have to have a strong need to produce good work because you're playing with other people's money you're playing with your own money and your own time but also clients projects and stuff and so you know it's a real big driver for me and probably a lot of copywriters to to you know have that strong need to produce good work so i was thinking about you know how do you direct that without working till you drop right on every day that you get you know if you're going to work you don't want to see every day as being the night before a launch you can't work like that you know <laughs> right. there's, there's kind of peaks and troughs in the way that we work but you can't see every day as being like that you know you just it's not sustainable and if you want to work 12 hours a day you know go and work in banking or silicon valley or whatever and you know right. you may not be doing it for 40 years and i kind of was reading around this idea and a couple of years ago I came across the book essentialism by oh, greg yes. McEwen, which you introduced to me mm-hmm. so there's that book and there's another book called rest is rest when you, why you get more work done when you work less it's a guy called alex sujon kim pang and that's a fairly recent book so i've been reading these two books recently and they're two different kind of approaches that, that help us deal with this great so yeah do you want to recap each or mm. what's the how do they combine to to yeah. give a unique perspective so there's a bit of overlap i mean and essentialism is more of a mindset so mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of a lot of copywriters are kind of into this, but I would recommend anyone, anyone, any freelancer, particularly writers, to read Essentialism by Greg McEwen, because he goes into stuff in, in such more you know detail yeah. that we can go into today. But it's the the core thing is it's about choice, and it's just a reminder that you always have a choice, and especially as a freelancer. There's this great quote in it. It may not be his, but he pulls this quote, and it's, it says, "The ability to choose cannot be taken away or given away, only forgotten." I think that's really important to remember as a as a freelancer because you know you can just get straight down that tunnel where things are going well and you kind of work this you have a, a, a working practice and you start saying yes to this and yes to that and you kind of forgotten that you've really got a choice and every single decision that you make and every single thing that gets presented to you is a choice is an option whether to take it on or not and there's there's kind of three key parts of the book there's explore eliminate and execute. And again, you know, reading the book will give you a, a great a kind of overview of these. But the idea of explore is to evaluate every option that gets put in front of you before you commit. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't have to say no to everything and eliminate. The next step is learning to say no, cutting out what he calls the the trivial many, mm-hmm. because there's just so many things that we can be doing with our time. And, and it's not about it's not necessarily about maximizing every hour that's given to you. It's about quality over quantity right right? and so execute the third step is developing a system and like developing a process that allows you the individual because we all work different hours and our bodies work differently but allows you the individual to develop a process that gets you into the groove that gets results and that leaves you feeling you know satisfied and kind of stimulated at the end of the day without feeling completely exhausted 
And I think the best advice for a copywriter there would be to consider very carefully when, where, and how you work. Right. So yes. don't just kind of, you know, try, try, try different things and see what works for you. But it's so easy with us as copywriters because, we, you know, we, we work with clients and we work with people who are into the idea of productivity and concepts around, you know, making the most of your time and, and processes and, and stuff. And sometimes what everybody else says isn't going to work for you, especially if there's like five different people saying five different versions. You know, you have to figure out what works for you, focus on quality not quantity. And like you said, you know, if, if Carton works four hours a day, then that sounds about right. Because, you know, in, in the book rest, I kind of identified a whole bunch of people who were also writers who worked around about that, you know, that kind of sweet spot. They didn't do seven or eight hours a day. Right. Not of, not of creative work anyway. Right. Yeah. You can maybe do some research in the morning and inevitably you are running a business. So you're going to, there's going to be phone calls. You may be doing some consulting, you know, also, did they talk about, you know, theming days? That's something that uh, Todd mm. Herman talks a, a bit about that I've uh-huh. played around with. Yeah, I, I, I've not done that myself. I mean, I've themed like times of days. I've broken up into halves, but mm-hmm. that's something that you do, isn't it? You kind of, di- you, you've tried dividing up like a Wednesday for this and a Tuesday for that. Yeah, I'm getting closer to it. So Thursday's my podcast day, and I just know that if that's the only time I book these and... I know that that's what I can just gear my head for, right? I know I have to have my, my recon done before mm-hmm. I get on these calls. I can tell you what's funny. Like one thing it's not jibing is that there's a bar across the street and they have their <laughs> lawn done on Thursdays. <laughs> and so I get this blower going sometimes right up until noon, you know? And they so you come in with your microphone. and all Yeah. yeah. And then like start them up. <laughs> So, but things like that, that you can go, okay, well, maybe I have to switch to Wednesday or I have to get a different office or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but, and then Wednesday is my comedy day and because the workshop is that night and I want to show up with fresh material and I do my best to, to, you know, quote unquote, live like a comic that day. I, mm-hmm. I, I sleep in later. I, I, I try to have lots of white space for creativity. I'll, I'll read the newspaper to see what's cooking and if there's any jokes there, yeah, that kind of stuff. You're probably stalking a lot of people that day as well, right? Hanging around, you know, driving around or sitting in coffee shops, listening into conversations. Yes. Yeah. Watching, watching arguments is the thing that Steve Martin was talking about in his masterclass recently. I liked that idea, you know, like our natural kind of thing is to walk away from an argument. <laughs> he recommends stop and watch the argument because that's where the comedy is. <laughs> stop and when watch. When you see two people. Yeah. <laughs> stop and watch two people arguing. That's hilarious. Like just, just, yeah. Just observing like they're on TV or something. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, those are the kinds of things. And so so it's really effective to theme your days if possible. Or like you said, just have a really find the, the, the process that works for you. What's the mm. – we're running out of time here, Peter, unfortunately. Give me the big takeaway from Rest, which is a book I'm now excited to read. Yeah, well, there's some, I mean, the thing with Rest is it's called, you know, it's subtitled Get More Done When You Work Less, which mm. sounds perfect for pretty much everyone, but particularly – particularly for copywriters. And I think the key takeaway is that, you know, he explains it in detail, but work and rest are not opposites, right? Rest is not the absence of work. You can do deliberate rest, which is kind of figuring out things that stimulate your creativity and doing them in between the creative work. So if you're doing something like, and he gives some great examples of writers with their kind of funky schedule. So like Charles Darwin, he wrote for three 90-minute blocks per day, Mm. right? 
which is similar to what I do. When I, when I say write, I mean that was his creative writing time. And so you can figure out things that stimulate your creativity and do them in between. It doesn't have to be going to sleep. Doesn't you know, You're not supposed to be exhausted, so exhausted that you can only work for three 90-minute periods a day. But, you know, break up your day into the – and you kind of you, – you will figure it out based on your body and your, your diet and your workplace when are the best times for you to work. Raymond Chandler, for instance, said work for – he would only write for four hours a day, but he would do it solidly. Now, four hours creative writing in a blast is is quite a lot. So in the book, the author talks about the fact that you, you don't need to do that all at once. You can do it two hours either side of lunchtime. You can even take a nap in between and get your kind of admin and stuff done in between. Mm-hmm. One great tip I, ta- I took from that, which is actually from Ernest Hemingway, and this is something that I kind of have been doing for a while anyway. John Ford, the copywriter, talked about this a while back, and it you know it changed my daily practice in a small but significant way. Hemingway recommends that you stop in mid-sentence overnight. So when you're approaching the end of your working day, if you feel like you're on a roll, stop. Stop in the middle of a sentence as a copywriter. And when you come back to it the next day, your subconscious will already have started doing the rest of the work on the rest of that piece that you're doing. So get to a point where you feel like you can continue to go and just stop there and then restart the next day. And I've, I've tried to do that for a while. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that. And, you know, Gary Bensavenga was huge on instructing and relying on your subconscious to do a lot of this work for us. Mm. Fantastic. All right, Pete, we we just kind of scratched the surface here. You know, it'd be really cool. Let's your notes are fantastic. Let's put this up as a as an article. Yeah, I don't think it needs much doctoring to have links to both the books if people are interested in that. We get the quote from Carlton here. It's, it's got all the stuff. So let's make this a supplemental article to this episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. If you're listening in on this, what what are the practices you found that allow you to be more productive, less stressed? And you know, how did you figure it out as your career got ramped up? And you know, when did you start to feel secure enough to say no? Those are the questions mm-hmm. from Pete and Kev. <laughs> so thank yeah. you pete michaels give us your website so people can go figure out how they can be said no to by you <laughs> yeah sure so i i, I write at rock and roll copy.com um, there's a blog there and you can sign up for the email list and there's all kinds of articles and goodies there love it all right that'll be in the show notes as well pete michaels appreciate it brother we'll talk again soon all right thanks to see Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.